With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. How's it going, you fuckos, 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 fuckos? How is everyone doing? How's the unfiltered family? How is everyone? Man, can you believe this? I'm cutting another podcast. It's only been like a week. Man, I told you guys I was going to hang it up, and now I'm doing more podcasts than ever. <laughs> Who would have thunk? <clears throat> so, my people, it is... What the hell's the date today? Friday, August 21st, 2022. Biden's beat the pandemic. The country's more united than probably than ever. Uh, the U.S. dollar is soaring. Uh, the stock market looks like Mount Everest, you know, from from sea level even. Um, gas is cheaper and affordable than it's ever been. And uh, Russia and China have straight up apologized and bent the knee. Life's pretty good. What do you guys say? (laughs) Man, isn't life good right now? I mean, you guys know me. I've traveled. I've traveled to. I think what it's been like seven different countries now. Not for archery, for work, unfortunately. Um, And traveling all over is why I became. Like a a major patriot. Oh, I want to say a major patriot because I'm not in the military. But I'm very pro-America. I've been all over the world. And God damn, I love America. One of the things I love about America is the fact that we get to shoot our bows. Uh, we get to shoot against each other. We get to fucking hunt with our bows. Uh, I got to say, guys, I don't I don't know when or where I'm going to tell you the, the, the story, my hunting story this year. Um, I still have three more weeks left of hunting for, for deer. And most of you are like, what? Like me and my, my pops were fortunate enough to both draw late season tags. And, um, you know, with the help of like guys like my buddy, Brandon Williamson and talking to my buddies, Austin, uh, Austin Watts, like I'm having some crazy, like these guys have given me tips and I've had so many crazy experiences in this late season, it's like it's like a bow hunting masterclass. It's like all been condensed into you know one month, one and a half months, basically. I've been hunting all year, but the late season is really where stuff starts kicking off because uh, I'm hunting in areas where there's no other people now. Where there were a crap ton of people, now there's nobody. Well, I mean, there's still some people, but not very many. And it, there's so few people that the deer are kind of like the like the big bucks are coming out of the mountains that are kind of like hmm, what's going on here. So it's been a crazy ride. It's not over yet, but uh, you know, I plan to tell you guys a little bit about it. You know, maybe uh, maybe in a month or so. Until then, shit is going down. Like there's 
events happening. Coyote 600 is coming up. Um, it's an indoor format shot outdoors, right? Just for space reasons, because so many people shoot it. Um, it's in an area that's really like not windy, so it's not a big deal. It's 20 yards. I don't think wind's going to play into it at all. Um, the Coyote 600 is on the 29th of this month for anyone in the Bay Area in California. So I haven't hyped this event as much as I did last year for very selfish reasons. Um, I feel like uh, I'm not as strong of an indoor shooter, so I didn't hype it up because I thought, yeah, you know, maybe one will just go to this event low key and just see how he does without any of the killers <laughs> breathing down my neck. And my my devious plan, my sinister plan, seems to have worked. Um, I know there's going to be some good shooters there, so I'm not banking on winning the event, but I would like to just shoot an event, you know, and just be a relative, un- you know, unknown in the corner and just see how good I do, you know? And I kind of was thinking I'd use this event and how I did to gauge the next event and so on and so forth, which I know doesn't, it's not going to pan out that way. I'm going to go to every single one and I'm probably going to catch a couple like, you know, right in the side of the head and not not have a repeat of last year. If you guys listened to my, you know, my uh, podcast last year, I had a really good indoor run. It was a lot of fun. Um, I only got beaten by the youth, you know. And aside from that, it was so much fun to cover while it was happening. Because every event that I shot, I mean, granted, these are all very small local events, you know. But every one that I shot, I didn't know if I was going to win it or not, you know. Um, so I, I kind of gave you guys like the heads up play-by-play. I'm going to try to do that now. And you're going to probably get a different a different Wendell. Not that, you know, most of you guys probably don't care about how I do. <laughs> but at least I can tell you the stuff I'm dealing with, right? Um, As far as my indoor setup goes, it's good. I like it. I've shot a couple 300s now. Nothing to brag about. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not not already signing over the big checks to myself. But the Hoyt Stratus is definitely working for me. It does not feel, you know, aside from the geometry feeling like an old podium, the rest of this boat does not feel like a Hoyt at all. It feels more like a like an elite or something like that, you know. Uh, with that being said, I'm having so much fun shooting this bow, um, but unfortunately, so's so's my competition. Guys like my buddy Austin Watts are shooting this bow so insanely well, and it's like I don't know how these guys do this without practicing. You know, I'm I'm of the I'm of the mindset that you have to practice. You got to be practiced. You got to be practicing to be good. But man, I almost feel like guys, some of these guys that don't practice, it's like they go into shooting with no expectations of themselves and then they just blow it out of the water. I don't know if that's the case for guys like Austin or like even Brandon Williamson, for example, is a guy that would never practice and then show up at an outlaw event and shoot a 918 just out of the blue. And it's just like, I felt like an idiot for practicing. But I knew that if I didn't practice, I wouldn't be anywhere close to these guys. So, I don't know. I guess some people are just naturals or some people have a divine talent handed to them by the archery gods. The rest of us have 26 and a half inch draw lengths and have to struggle every day (laughs) to just piece it together. (laughs) I hope, wait, does that sound like excuses? Does that sound like I'm getting into like a poor me thing? Because, I mean, 
Don't sleep on the short guys. We can shoot. <laughs> well, some of us can. So, <laughs> um, okay. So here's what I learned this week. Okay, I'll tell. I'm gonna give you guys the rundown of what I learned. Um, I've been shooting indoor rounds, right? Uh, almost every day. You guys know my practice routine. Wake up at four thirty, five o'clock. Shoot until it's time to go to work, right? Um, usually that's enough time for two games. Sometimes a little more. Sometimes a little less, depending on you know how I'm dragging my feet or you know maybe someone sends me something funny like a meme because apparently other people are up that early too um so what I started is or what I started figuring out right is just first is the most obvious make the bow comfortable um I was shooting a little I was I'm always trying to shoot my hoits with the limbs maxed out because somewhere I had heard you know, from either a Hoyt Pro or a Hoyt Engineer or something like that, is that the bows are designed to shoot best with the limbs maxed out. All right, like the geometry is just ideal with when the limbs are maxed out. Because of it, I've always tried to shoot my Hoyts with the limbs maxed out, and then it always fucks me up one way or another. I end up dialing them out. I don't know if I'm stronger now or what, but I've been shooting the Stratos at 60 pounds, and just this last week, I thought, man, my shoulder's hurting. Uh, you guys have heard me complain about a shoulder injury that I had not too long ago, which made I, I thought it was going to be the end of archery for me. Um, shoulders healed, and I'm back. But you know what? You got to listen to your body, and if even though your shoulder's healed, if you're throwing down, you know, if you're shooting and that shoulder starts hurting again, you got to listen. What is it that's causing it to hurt? Are, is your form fucked up? Is it? Are you overbowed? Is it all of the above? Well, in my case, I tr- I turned the bow down, I think, two turns. It's not very much. Top and bottom limb, two turns. The pain went away. So that just tells me, like, dude, you got to stop. Like, this is how I talk to myself. Dude, you got to stop hitting yourself with these weird expectations because they're not helping you. You got to just follow logic and you got to follow... Like, like, follow the logic, man. Like, if you're hurting yourself, you're not going to shoot good. You guys all know this, right? And if you're hurting yourself because you think you should be shooting X poundage and you're not letting the poundage be determined by comfort, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. And in the past, I used to dial my bows all the way out to 53 pounds, maybe even 51 pounds, all right? And um, now I'm like for whatever reason, becoming a dum-dum and trying to shoot them at full 60. So earlier this week, it clicked in my head. I said, hey, turn it down a little bit and stop. Stop being a dum-dum. And I did. Shoulders stopped hurting and shoulders feeling better daily now. It's not like shooting takes something out of me. Um, so there was that. It was like the, you know, what do you think your preconceived notion is, right? What do you think? What kind of unrealistic bar are you setting for yourself? It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to win Vegas or I'm going to win Reading, right? The unrealistic bar could be something as little as, I'm going to shoot 61 pounds. Or it can be something, you know, as little as, I have to shoot a mass weight of 30 ounces or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let, like, don't think you know everything about yourself, all right? Because with a different bow, different, knock point different string all of it can change right different center serving 
it can change for you. And uh, that's something I'm like learning all over again about myself. Hey, you can't handle a 60-pound bow. As weenie and lame as it sounds, I shoot better at a 57-pound bow or a 56-pound bow or whatever it's at now. I shoot better. I'm happier. I pop off the pillow in the morning and I run downstairs and I go, practice time, you know? Um, so here's the other thing that's kind of weird. So I told you guys I did that. Shoulder's feeling great now. Like every day it feels a little bit better. I started playing with stabilizer weights. And you guys have listened to me talk about how I was becoming like a lightweight enthusiast, right? I, I did all that good shooting last year with five ounces on the front and five ounces on the back. Well, this year, it was hard. For, it was another one of those things where I'm like, I know that's what I shoot good. Five and five. Even though it's a whole different bow, I put five and five on. Left it for about a month shooting indoor rounds. Not consistently, like maybe once a, you know, once or twice a week. Um, scores were not anything. To, I'd, I'd have like a really good medium X count 300, and then I'd have a couple 299s, you know? So it wasn't super consistent. This week I started playing with the weights, adding, subtracting, moving the bar angle, adding, subtracting, moving the bar angle. Same thing, all right? Just back and forth. And what I found is I'm able to run a lot more weight on this bow and hold it very comfortably. And I don't know if it's because, you know, I dial the limbs out or shoulders getting healthier or whatever, but I'm starting to put a little more weight on the bow and getting like so check this out my pin float really hasn't changed my pin float is kind of the same with five on the back and five on the front than what it is now what it is now is uh what's it 13 in the back and eight in the front so that's a that's a huge difference you know what is it 13 is five there's like eight ounces difference seven ounces difference than uh than usual and the bow holds there's nothing wrong with it i might even keep going i might even keep adding to it depending on you know what i can get used to um but this is the for the first time in like a year i'm going up on the weight and that's kind of cool um the pin flows stay the same but what i noticed was the groups downrange were way better so I guess we'll just, and most people would be like, God, what does that say? Your pin float's amazing. It's like, no, no. I, I stay very engaged with the bow. So that's how I, like, I watch my pin float. It never, it never really gets out of control, you know? So I don't know what it, you know, pin float might be good, but if your group's down range or dog shit, think about it. You might need to add some weight, you know? Maybe not for everyone. Maybe, hey, maybe in your case, you got to remove some weight, but, just remember that your pin float is one thing and then where the arrows land in group behind that is quite the other so be mindful of all of the above all right um let's see what do i got oh man uh have you guys ever heard of this guy named jocko willink all right now he's this huge meathead who's friends with john dudley and um i know you guys are waiting for me to shit all over jocko I actually really like Jocko. <laughs> I love his podcast. I love listening to him talk about shit. Uh, I was introduced to Jocko by my buddy Jim. He's the guy I did the, the Vegas podcast with. Uh, if you want to get a good laugh, 
listen to me and Jim, uh, he holds nothing back. He's a very no bullshit guy. Um, and he introduced me to Jocko willing through this clip where <laughs> Jocko's sitting down and he's like, uh, you know, I got guys that come up to me and tell me, hey, boss, something's wrong. Uh, we didn't get this thing that we need or, you know, Danny broke his leg and I just tell him, good. And because every time something bad happens, the opportunity for something good follows. And it's like, okay, his story's really funny. I mean, that whole good thing is hilarious. And I don't think it's meant to be hilarious. <laughs> but your natural inclination is just to think of like the worst scenarios possible. <laughs> and then... And then <laughs> Picturing yourself going, good. <laughs> I fell down this mountain and got mauled by a cougar. Good. Uh, now I won't feel so bad when I go hunting and take my rage out on nature. <laughs> That's stupid. Who? No hunter does that. Um, but, okay, so that whole thing, you know, Jocko and... It got me listening to his podcast, right? He's like a military guy. Um, and he talked about, in this one podcast episode, uh, about something called Hofstadter's Law. And I wanted to talk to you guys about what Hofstadter's Law is. Hofstadter, Hofstadter, I'm not saying his name right, Hofstadter's Law simply states, whatever your goal is, whatever the thing you're trying to achieve is, it will take longer than the time you plan for it to take. And then the little, you know, asterisk is like where someone says, oh yeah, well, what if you plan for it to take longer? And then his rebuttal is, that is taken into account as well. (laughs) And I've always thought about that. Like, uh, you know, everything always takes longer than whatever. It depends on what your goal is too, you know? If your goal is to do... uh, if your goal is to be a, a sponsored archer, you know, maybe it won't take longer. Maybe you just get sponsored right away and not have won anything or not have that crazy of a presence. It's probably not a real sponsorship. But if you're trying to get that solid, that, that you know, elite's going to pay you to shoot in 10 tournaments this year, you know, that kind of contract, that might take you way longer than, uh, you know, than you think. So make sure that, if this is a goal that you have, that you want to make it to like that upper echelon of shooter, the Blake Jerome guys, um, that you're willing to put time in and you're willing to put it in for longer than you feel comfortable. <laughs> Again, if it's one of those things that you love, it's totally different. I mean, of course you love the sport. Who doesn't love this archery thing that we're doing? But remember when I said the guy who loves to walk, that thing that I had heard, the guy who loves to walk will walk further than the guy who's just trying to walk far, you know? So just make sure, like, if that is your goal, that everything that leads up to that goal is something that you really enjoy doing. I'm seeing a lot of new shooters now coming out. Uh, you know, next season, Outlaws is going to be different. It's going to be it's gonna be beastly. Um, there's a lot of good talent coming up. And uh, Jock also talked about this thing called the 90-90 rule. He said it's a programming thing the 90-90 rule, whereas the first 90% of code is all infrastructure. And the the last, what is it, 90%, the last 10% is takes 90% of the, 
as long as the first thing you did. Like it takes, it's basically the, what is it? Point of diminishing returns or whatever. Blake talks about this where it's like, it's the first 90% you're flying. And then the last 10%, it's all uphill. You know, it's all every, you're clawing for every point. So I, I always think about that too. How many of you guys are in that last 10%? I would imagine most of you are. And if you're not in the last 10%, you're going to be springing into it really quick. You know, I think especially if you're shooting with the right guys. So if you're in the last 10%, uh, I'm glad you're listening to this show. And I'm glad you're all strapped in, ready to learn some shit. <sighs> we'll see what we can learn tonight. I got a really cool guest tonight for you guys. His name is Alejandro. And uh, I just call him Alex. And I don't want to say his full name because I don't want to butcher it. It's something really cool. And I, I hate butchering cool names. So I, re- I met him as Alex. I met him at Fresno Indoor last year. Him and his boy Oscar came through. They shot up the place. Me and Oscar ended up duking it out in the finals for uh, the big the big win there. Oscar's a killer shooter. Um, I'm going to hope to get him on this show one of these days, too. Uh, Alex, the reason why I got Alex on today instead of Oscar's, Alex just won a 1440 down in Southern California. 1440 events are held in high regard amongst the USAT shooters and, you know, just most archers here in California. Um, the 1440s are crazy good. It's a long, solid round to shoot. And uh, it's no cakewalk. And... Alex, by my count, has scored one of the highest scores on a 1440 that I've seen possibly ever. And uh, I'm not sure what kind of, like, who's staged, who's holding the 1440. But like I said earlier, there's new guys coming on the scene. There's new guys that can shoot. And this guy is definitely one of them. And so I thought I would get him, you know, he's still on his upswing from, from doing so good and winning. Uh, I'm hoping we can pick his brain a little bit. And just bring forth some good, good information for you guys. And, you know, maybe, you know, I'm sure I'll learn something from the guy. He's fucking cool. He's super cool. So, um, yeah, strap in and then uh, I'll talk to Alex and then we'll see you afterwards. All right. All right, everyone. I'm here with my man, Alejandro. Alejandro, give me the rundown. How do I say your name? What's up, guys? Uh, Alejandro Banuelos. Banuelos. Man. A.K.A. Waka. <laughs> Waka. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Um, Alejandro, I met you. I was just, you know, I did a little, like, intro in the beginning here, and I talked about how I met you originally in Fresno, shooting the indoor shoot. Um, I got to yeah. meet you and Oscar together. Um, That's my boy. That's my boy right there. <laughs> yeah, Oscar's <laughs> a badass, too. Um, yeah. So I met you guys there, and... It, it was new for us, like the NorCal guys, to see you guys down there. We'd never seen you guys before. And then uh, to see you guys shoot, you guys are like serious shooters. So we're like, oh, shit, there's new guys on the scene, you know? Like, this is cool. And I wasn't sure if that was going to be the last time I saw you guys. But then I continued to see you guys, you know, uh, you guys shot a bunch of events, you know, stuff that I'm familiar with. And... uh I don't know. You guys are kind of you guys are kind of making making yourselves known. Well, man, it's because of you, man. That's what we gotta thank you. We gotta God, thank your dude. podcast. Man. It's the... honestly, I swear to God, dude. That's nonsense, um, dude. No, I swear. I swear. Like, um, Oscar and I. Oscar's been shooting a little longer than I have. I mm-hmm. just got started. How seriously, long have, how long seriously. have you been shooting? Um, I picked up my first bow July 2017. 
God damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, this yeah, is so, new, man. Because okay, yeah, this is pretty new to me. When I got, when I got good, I thought it was super fast, and people told me it was fast. But you got really good really quick. So this is going to be a cool story. You're going to know some no, stuff dude, here. No bullshit. I'm being serious. Like it's because of you. Like I nah. started with your podcast day one, uh-huh. and Oscar and I just started. It's like, dude, listen to this. Let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try. This. And I think I shoot. I shot you a couple of text messages or uh, DMs, and you and Rudy, because you guys started off with Rudecast Rude podcast, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then Archer unfiltered, and then we just started asking a lot of questions. Oh, sweet. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's why we started getting into that scene. I was like, fuck, let's get competitive. This is oh, well, so thanks. good. Well, thanks, dude. Um, no, man, thank you. <laughs> but it's totally cool seeing what you guys are doing because as far as I know, like the guys I know in Southern California are like Alex Mueller and my buddy Robert Tahey. Uh, yeah. And I know those guys are in a certain part of Southern California. They might not be in we're, the same part. We're close part. by. No, you guys are close by? close by? Yeah, we're really close by. That's cool. See, it grows the group down there because up here, I mean, with the outlaws and stuff, it's just the same NorCal guys everyone knows. I mean, it's starting to change now. and There's starting to be new faces and new names, but it's totally cool seeing new people pop up down there too. Yeah, yeah. Now we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to pull some, some teams out of here. That's, yeah, like I, I've known uh, Robert, he, not, not just, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Alex Mueller, I kind of asked him a couple questions when I was getting started too. Um, I didn't know they were really big on the com- competitive scene. And I think it was um, Robert Teehee one day who said there was something that was going on up, up north for the Fresno shoot. And mm-hmm. that's when we decided to go all in. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. So ha- did you and Oscar decide to start doing tournaments together? Yeah, well, because of your show, I'm telling you, you started saying about uh, Outcast. We didn't know what the fuck was Outcast was, or I'm sorry, the Outlaw was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we're like, oh, what the hell is this? And then that's when you started uh, explaining what the Outlaw was and you did the whole Facebook stuff. I'm like, Oscar and I was like, fuck it, we're going. Oh, that's awesome, dude. We're going, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we got a big group coming up next year. I think we have a couple people under our wings that... We're going to end up taking with us. Sweet. So it's going to be fun. I noticed you guys are kind of growing your team a little bit. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. On social media. Yeah, you guys do. do you, um, dude, you, Oscar, both of you guys do really good social media as far as like promoting the shop and promoting, you know, new equipment and stuff. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. I have questions for you guys. But let's start with your 1440. So just recently you won a 1440 down in Southern California. What event was that? Uh, it was the Southern Classic, I think that's what it's called, the 1440 in Long Beach. Okay. Long Beach area, yeah. Um, now, are you aware of how good of a score you shot? No, actually, I I didn't know until you told me, so. So, I believe you shot, uh, was it 1380? Yeah, 1383. Oscar shot a 1380. Now, you know, the last time, let's see, I know Oscar won... A, uh, a 1440 in the past and the score that he won with was a 1364 so that's oh shit I didn't know that he didn't tell me that <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I think it's him <laughs> and uh, you know like okay so obviously that's a, a stellar score right um, let me see I got a couple other scores that I took down just for reference um, okay do you know who Reza, Reza is uh no, I've heard of that. Okay, name, this dude is. He an... got me in. Uh, he got me in the indoor, in a uh, Chula Vista. Okay, so I he's think I was right under him. He's a SoCal guy. He's a 
he's an old Hoyt pro. Like he used to be, I think he made the Vegas shoot off like once or twice. Um, but he's just like an old school. I mean, he's not super old school. If I said old school, a bunch of old guys would be like, shut the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> this guy Reza is an old Hoyt pro and he won a 1440 shooting a 1363. So, Oh wow. Yeah. I, when I saw your score, I saw you won. um, just for shits and giggles, I went and looked up like what what were other common fourteen forty scores that have been winning in California. So your score is is up there, dude. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Oh wow! <laughs> and you're so hum- you guys are so humble about it. You SoCal guys. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome, dude! I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's more scores, dude. I looked up I looked up hella scores just to you know just to verify. Um, you know, uh, other scores that, that won. And I can, I can just tell you, if you, if you look them up, if you take the time and if you're bored one day, you just look up other four, 1440 scores in California and you've done quite well for your first, is this the first tournament you've won? Oh, this is awesome. Um, no, I won a couple, I mean, it's, I've been on, not to toot my own horn, but I've been on fire ever since I got back from Reading. Hell Redding, yeah. I, because of your show, like again, the whole, I forgot what show it was, but when we were talking about if you guys want to break fifteen hundred, uh-huh. this is what you guys got to do, and you broke it down. Yeah, that was, I was shooting. That was episode one for me. That was the yeah. first one I ever did. But yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah, so uh, I was chasing it. I was shooting a, what um, fourteen eighty something. So I just did what you what you said, uh-huh. and I shot a broke fifteen hundred. That was my goal this past year, uh-huh. and I shot a fifteen nineteen fifteen nineteen. God damn. And I was super stoked because I met um I met um Elliot Elliot Pierce. Uh huh. I met him at uh, Outlaw when we were shooting at Lodi. Really cool dude. And then the first day, I think he had dropped four, and I had dropped four, and they were just bantering back and forth, which is pretty <laughs> cool. And uh, congrats to that guy. He crushed it, man. Oh yeah. He's he's a machine too. Oh yeah, Elliot's a beast. So ever, ever after Reading, I just felt a little bit more confident. It's like, well, you know what? Let's just keep signing up for whatever we can. And just, I'm really competitive to Hell myself, yeah. not to everyone else, just to myself. Mm-hmm. So I love to compete in anything and everything. So yeah, let's put some money on it. I'm in. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel you. I got that, that competition vibe. Or, uh, no, I know. And that's why you and Blake Jerome, I've even talked to him too. And it's just been like fuck this is the people i want to hang around with because this is what i want <laughs> you know yeah dude i blake's always cool to talk to you know i think you yeah. know if it's after a shoot and you guys are hanging around you me you might end up getting high on accident <laughs> 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 but no joke i love talking to you guys when i when i met you guys in fresno you guys are awesome so um yeah congratulations on shooting that 1440 dude thanks man thank you especially i'm actually stoked now especially yeah putting down such a big score so early in your in your archery game man it's that's awesome and uh you know i i've always said in the past like sometimes guys do good right and then they get scared to that they always got to hit that level right but i can tell that you and oscar you guys have the right mentality you guys have the like let's work this shit out mentality you know yeah to get things going so anyway i want to ask corner man i I have him in my corner so we're both in back and forth just yeah, you dude. go, I go, you go, I go, kind of thing, and we're just pushing each other. So it's how, awesome. How valuable is that having a, a brother oh, that you can do that with? It's everything. Honestly, it's everything. Especially he's 
such a positive dude, such a great guy. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, dude. And he's a sweetheart. <laughs> he is. He is. Dude, honestly, he'll give you the shirt off his back if you wanted it, man. If he sees you down in the dumps, he'll he'll pick you right up. Yeah. Dude, he actually helped me out and he he cut my stickers for my uh for my show so oh sweet yeah he's helping Which me i gotta out. get one of those by the way <laughs> dude i'll get your address after this i'll send a bunch of them dude, no, i was i was literally gonna steal one from him when he was making them he's like no you gotta ask him oh dude you guys can take that shit just tell uh, him to print you one but um no i'll mail you some um but yeah okay so alejandro let me ask how did you get started in archery uh long story man um my dad we start. We touch. He he left when I was really young. So we touched base when I turned uh, twenty, I believe. Uh-huh. And what he really wanted to do was go bow hunting one day. And I got busy with work, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And he passed away twenty sixteen. And then after that, I said, Fuck work. I'm never putting work in front of whatever family. Mm-hmm. So I picked up my bow in twenty seventeen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I walked into a to a Turner's and bought my first bow there. That's awesome. What was your first bow? Uh, Hoyt Define, a uh, Hoyt Carbon Defined, ah, which I still bow. have. That was a good bow. Which I still have, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So yeah, after after that, I just got linked up with one of my buddies who I used to play semi-pro uh, paintball. No shit. And yeah, dude, I played semi-pro paintball. I know. I heard you talking about that. I used to play for LA Hitman. What? Yeah, dude. No I shit. I still got their jerseys. Yeah, I still got their jerseys. Oh my god, dude! So you played X ball and you did yeah, all that I good stuff. Yeah, played X ball. Yeah, I traveled all that shit. <laughs> That's great, dude. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. You are you are the second person that I've known that has transitioned from paintball to archery. But that's it. There's only two. It's just funny because those minds, like that, the competitive mind for paintball transfers over. I think. At least the guys that were serious competitors, you know that that yeah, mindset actually, can that's, help you. I do see that. I'm calm behind. Well, I try to be mm-hmm. as calm as possible mm-hmm. <laughs> behind the pin, you know. And it's almost the same thing. You have all these balls coming at you. You just kind of hell yeah, relax dude. the heart rate and just don't panic. Right, don't panic calm. and think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you got your first bow in 2017, and uh, and what did you do from there? Did you? Like, just hit the range every so often? Did yeah, you... So, yeah, uh, I had a buddy. So, when I went in, I had a buddy who I used to play paintball with. And he's the one. His name is Steven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Osegueda. And he was a really good uh, – he was, I think, one of their top shooters at Turner's. Oh, really? So, he's the one who got me in there. And he's like – he dialed me in. I still have my five-pin Excel site that I got and everything. And he helped me sight in. And then the following week, there was uh, the last shoot that Mountain High had. It was in a 3D event. I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, this will get you better for hunting. You'll be fine. And I went out there and I shot my first arrow at the at the foam target, at the foam animal, and I fell in love. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I did lose, lose a lot of arrows, and I did miss a lot of arrows, but <laughs> it was still – it was fun. So, man. Alejandro, let me ask you. Are you uh, an avid bow hunter? No, I suck. I've been hiking with my bow for the past three years. Oh, dude, I'm right there, <laughs> dude. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. It, it's brutal. <laughs> Every year I get a new bow to hi- hike with. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Well, no, I still have the same one, but I just know I get out there and uh, yeah, I'm terrible, man. Yeah, I did not actually hit up uh, Alan Burnett. I was like, dude, take me with you, please. Yeah, take dude. me with you, please. Yeah, I've had some adventures with Alan, but I don't know. Yeah. I think 
I think animals can hear me giggling or something, and it, they always they always are like a half mile out by the time I spot them. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, they probably smell you too. <laughs> They're like, damn, grass, you know something saying? smells good. <laughs> so that was yeah. the first event that got you hooked. Yeah, that's the first event, man. And ever since then, I just whatever we had local down here, mm-hmm. that's what I shot. I think I shot like three or four uh-huh. local events out here. Uh, a couple at Aranco. Oh, cool. And then a couple, a couple at um, Conejo. Uh huh. And then that's when I linked up with uh, Oscar. I linked up with Oscar maybe almost two years now. Yeah. How and did you uh, end up? Like, how did that go down? So I was going to Pasadena. So Turner's is a lot of. It's a big franchise. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Their gun section. So there's only a few archery sections, right? So there's uh-huh. one in Pasadena, but it doesn't have an indoor range. And I went to a big board, a big bear event. It was a 3D uh, unmarked, which I fucking hate unmarked. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And then I met Oscar there. He had his Turner's jersey on there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I work at Oxnard, blah, blah, blah. And we linked up. We, It was great. So I decided to drive up there one day. And he worked on my bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I picked up a, a Prevail. Nice. I picked up a left-handed Prevail because I'm a lefty. So oh. it was hard to get a fucking bow. And uh picked up a bell. He set me up. And ever since then, he's been my Botech. Nice. Botech and one of my best friends. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said before, like, uh, I, you know, I live by the uh, iron sharpens iron. And I think if you have a buddy that you guys can kind of leapfrog off of, you get better so much quicker. Oh, that's what has been happening. It's been, we go on events and then we, <laughs> it's pretty funny because. Oscar won't tell you this, but I'll tell you. Like every time we go out, he's like, "Fuck everyone else around me." It's my days to beat you, and I'm like, right, "Fuck it, I'm the same way too." It's you and me, fuck everyone else, <laughs> dude. That's the best, dude. That's the best. I love that. Yeah. So I take it. So you shoot. You shoot for Turner's now. Yes, I got picked up by Turner's this past year. That's great. Yeah. So your team is. Uh, is it? How many people on your guy, on your guys' pro staff or are on so, your shooting staff? I should say. I, I believe every. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, Scott Elliott knows the best. He's the one that actually picked me up. So, mm-hmm. I think um, every bow shop might have one or two shooters. Cool. Oxnard right now because of Oscar, he's grinding so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think we have two staff shooters, a couple shop shooters, uh-huh. and uh, just some local avid shooters that are part of the team uh-huh so it's growing it's uh-huh. growing oxnard team has the most right now i think we have eight. Oh, that's awesome so yeah that's awesome so i guess when you guys you know do you guys go to most events together or is it usually just a couple of you guys or what um this past year oscar and i decided to go venture out because i mean we are they were calling oscar the local shooter because he was kind of crushing most of the local shoots uh-huh. so after we started listening to your podcast um Somebody mentions like, oh, why don't you just get out of your comfort zone? We're like, fuck it, let's go. So that's when we went to the Outlaws. And I mean, we went to one, I believe. Mm-hmm. And after that, we're like, ooh, this is something we need to shoot. Because we went out. I mean, even when we went to Fresno, we met you guys. Mm-hmm. And we started learning so much just watching you guys shoot, mm-hmm. just talking about your bow. We met Brian Webb. Brian Webb's great. He's yeah, a great dude. He's awesome. We shot with him in Lodi, and he taught us a trick or two while we were shooting. He's like, all right, change your serving here, change your knocks here, da 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 And we tried it the next event, and we started shooting better and better. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so we've been – we've been. 
I don't think we're going to turn away from money shoots anymore just because you meet really good fucking shooters. And True. like you said, iron sharpens iron. And I think that's why we're progressing pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's any dog's day at these money shoots. I think yeah. anyone can walk away with it if they're, yeah. you know, doing it, doing their shit right. So let me ask, how, how do you end up setting up your bow and tuning your bow now? Like what? Um... You're going to hate me, bro. No, lay it on me. <laughs> Oscar. Oscar does that for me. <laughs> oh, I have no doubt. I, I know, uh, no doubt you have help. I just, I literally just go there and I'm just like, Oscar, help, please. So, <laughs> well, do you like, paper? Oh, are you paper tuned? Like, do you like? Yeah. Okay. So we Look. we set everything up. He always he always complains. He always says like, why do you do everything backwards? <laughs> you know, hence, I'm a lefty, so I yeah. have to do everything backwards. <laughs> yeah. So um, we set everything up just normal. Um, we put the arrow rest down the middle first, and then. Um, we shot with Gase Carter and Dave Cousins in Fresno. Oh, hell and yeah. And now, fucking, Gase is great, dude. He's a good buddy of mine now, too. I bug him daily. Yeah? So, I know you like him, too. He's oh, yeah, dude. Awesome. I'm a big fan. A big-time fan yeah, of his. And, he's, and like, like he even said on, the, on your podcast, he's willing to help anyone and everyone. So, it's so true. Yeah, he's super, super mellow for a guy that yeah, he's chill. is at that level, you know? And he's 22. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, that's nuts, <laughs> dude. How, how old are you, Alejandro? I'm 40. You're 40? 40 years young, baby. Yeah. Dude, I thought you were like early 20s, dude. I mean, I, I do act like I'm 12, though, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's take a, a, a beeline here. Uh, the reason why you look like you're 20 is, are, are you a CrossFit instructor or a, yeah, yeah. a private uh, a fitness instructor? So I work at a big, uh, I'm one of the big facility managers managers at a, a big gym mm-hmm. over in Echo Park. I mean, it's, it's just a... Uh, mom and pop big gym uh-huh. so i do i coach everything i coach crossfit i coach bodybuilding i coach kids and i do a lot of yeah basically i coach everything and anything damn dude that's awesome um yeah. i've joked on this show before that you're that you are the only archer with abs the archery physique yeah the archery physique is like more like you know more like a teapot i guess <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that's super oh, cool, man. man. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I do. I do work out every day. I do work out a lot. That's gonna. So that's so, part of my regimen. My wife's the same way. So yeah, I know your wife is also a, a fitness, um, a, fi- a fitness enthusiast, right? Yeah, she's a fitness enthusiast. She loves. It's funny. She comes home cranky, and I know she hasn't had her workout. I was like, go to the gym. We'll talk in an hour. <laughs> she go to the gym, comes back, she feels great. So. <laughs> that's great, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Let me ask, how much weight are you running on your bow? I'm thinking, like, if you're a weightlifting guy, I, I wonder how much, how much weight you got on your bars. Dude, I tried your five and five. I didn't, didn't play, huh? Awesome. <laughs> hell, hell, man. <laughs> um, right now, I'm running the the, the uh, Dominator Duo. Yes. PSE bow. Uh huh. And uh, I'm running 18 and 18. So my citation that I had before, mm-hmm. I was running 18 and 18, and that thing was running. Still, dude, uh-huh. it was so was not moving at all. It just held really, really well. Uh-huh. So all I did was just switch everything over to the Dominator Duo and still running eighteen and eighteen, and it's asking for more weight. Oh yeah, it's asking for more weight up back, not in the front. Interesting. So I'm think I might try twenty and twenty. Awesome. See how that flies, flows. Yeah. Damn. That's see, did you not talking like a a fucking first year competitor, man? Like. <laughs> That's some advanced shit there, you know? Oh, Most people shit. are just be like, well, you know, I'm going to keep it a ratio of blah, 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 you know? Or I'm going to, you know, you know, whatever. I heard this guy's running this, so I'm going to try that. You know what I mean? It's like, 
this is a big deal where, you know, I tell people, they, they ask, what kind of weight should I run? And they say, well, you know, you shoot your bow until it tells you, yeah. you know? Until you find it, yeah. Yeah, That's big what time. It, it was pretty cause funny because when we were setting this one up, um, Oscar did something, and I didn't know what the hell he does. He just, all right, here, shoot it. Shoot it through paper. We shoot it through paper, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, there's something that feels funny. I'm like, I don't know. I can't pinpoint it. What's what's going on? And he put my uh, lead off at, I think, 65 or some shit. I was like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Change it up. He's like, all right, let's put it softer. So I'm running at 75% lead off, and I like it in a lot. So I shoot daily i really do shoot daily and uh-huh. i go by feel i don't really care how it breaks and all that stuff or how it's holding i just go by feel so i chase that all the time brilliant dude a gayest carter yeah. said the same thing he's going for feel well he's the one that that's i'm telling you i bug all you guys man i <laughs> you can even ask rudy sandoval how many times i send him messages on instagram dude <laughs> i ask great, a dude. lot of questions i ain't scared <laughs> <laughs> that's great dude so yeah so when we set up this bow um we run the, the the rest really low below uh-huh. below the burger buttons. Mm-hmm. The burger is that what it's called? Burger buttons? Yeah, burger hole, whatever. It, it's yeah, all, it's all works. Yeah, the burger holes. We run it really low. Uh-huh. Um, Oscar and I do the same. He works at a shop, so he gets to test a little bit more, and then I ask him questions. So I was mm-hmm. like, "Why did you do that? Well, how come you doing that? How does it feel like? What does it feel? I right, do mine, and then I shoot it. It's like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love. Like Oscar's like uh, passion for trying to figure you know figure this shit out you know what I mean firsthand. Well, the kid does have eighteen bows. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! If you, if you ever need to try a bow, dude, just hit up Oscar. He'll let you borrow a bow. Any bow you want right now. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, hey, okay. So, what are your impressions about the Dominator? Like, I I saw the Dominator and I was kind of like, sweet um it's honestly it is fucking sweet um i went i i went from the citation uh-huh. to the rtx uh-huh. and the rtx was not working for me at all really remember i was yeah i was telling you how the feel i'm looking for the feel and mm-hmm. that one did not work for me at all mm-hmm. i was fighting it and fighting it i did try mm-hmm. i did take it to a couple events i shot i shit the bed pretty bad and mm-hmm. i was like okay i know it's not me Mm-hmm. And I kept asking Oscar, he's like, what do you think? He's like, just go to your citation. Set the citation the very same day, shot a 300. I was like, okay, Damn. so it's not me. It's not me. Uh-huh. This Dominator Duel holds a lot more steadier. I'm telling you, I have to add a little bit more weight mm-hmm. so it can hold a little better for me. But right away, it holds great. Um, I love the valley on it. It's I'm using the M2 cans. Okay. So it's a little bit more aggressive. The valley on it, it's it it holds really steady. I took the little sponges off the off the cans, uh huh, because I like a nice back wall and I shoot a hinge, mm-hmm. so I hold against that and it's it's holding really well. It doesn't kick as hard forward as the RTX. Okay, so right. it kind of sits pretty steady. So it doesn't want to jump off your hand. It just holds still even when you release. It just stays there. So nice. it's pretty it's pretty nice. Nice. I I am right there with you with the uh, with taking the little spongy things off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of hinge are you running? Uh, the Scott Ascent. The oh, three finger. All right. Are you running it with a click? Oh yeah, I have to have the click. Okay, now my big question is, where does that click come in when as you're starting? As soon as it your touches shot? my face. As soon okay. As it touches my face. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, that's a lot of a lot of good shooters run it like that. Is is uh, like click at anchor. You know? Yeah, it, it just it calms me down for some reason. I mean, 
I know you talk about mantra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I count down. Yeah, hey, so count, I pull hey that works, dude. I pull back. Uh, release hits my, my chin, clicks, and I go 10, 9, 8. And if it doesn't go off at 6, I let down. Oh, I like that, dude. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, that's what, I'll, that's I will, I'll, I'll give that a college try, dude. That sounds cool. Now, yeah, it's pretty. is the um, anchor at click, did you pick that up from anyone in particular? Or is that something that you guys so, have figured out over just over I've, time? I found out it works better for me because I was getting flinchy. Like mm-hmm. when I would hold and I'm like already anchored and it'll click, I'll jump because Ascent <laughs> does have a hard click. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. So I started, you know what, I want to put it in where it gets to that position, blah, 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 blah. And then I heard Blake said it. And then I actually had a sit down interview with him too. And then he's like, yep, yeah, how do you run this? And I told him, he's like, oop, that's exactly how I run it too. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm doing oh, something yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, I've 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 so, heard other good shooters I, like Alan, Alan Burnett is one of those guys where he clicks right at anchor and he's told me that for a long time and I just I've never been able to you know I just didn't put the time in to learn it but I I, I know yeah. that's a way that really good shooters work that click you know I think it slows down the heart rate it's honestly it just clicks and it's like okay I'm not gonna anticipate the shot I just gotta kind of pull through this, and it should be fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it it works for me a little bit. Yeah, it, it's like it sets you on the runway to go. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. Uh, I love that about that. You know that style uh, of shooting the click. Um, so let's see, what is your practice routine? You said you shoot every day. Yeah, at least sixty arrows daily. I have a little. We have an extra room, which is the baby room. I'm not supposed to say this. <laughs> but uh, I have a couple little bells. Up. I think if you look at my on my uh, my Instagram, you'll see how close I'm shooting. I think I'm shooting like ten feet. Sweet. And um, I work so damn much that when I get home, I don't have time to go to the range or whatever it is. I just right. pick up my bow and I just shoot a couple. I wake up at four thirty every morning just to go to work, so I can do what you do early damn. In the morning practice. Yeah, dude, uh-huh. that's Monday to Friday. Uh huh. Damn, dude. So. I have to get once I get home. So there's some days I get home at seven, just pick it up and I just shoot. That's awesome. It's dude. not even. I don't even think it's a blank though. You do? You, did you ever download those little um, fifteen little spots from World Archery when uh, the quarantine was going on when we all got fucking locked in? No, no. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, so it's a it's red on the outside and it's a nice little fat uh, yellow on there. Okay. So I printed it out for for like about 10, 10 feet or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm running the the dot like the way you told me because I used to run a fat dot mm-hmm. for indoor and then I asked you at Vegas and you're like, no, nope, I run it for a small one for everything. I was like, hmm, interesting. I'm going to do the same thing. So it fills up the yellow really, really well. So I can tell if I shoot and it goes off to the left a little bit, you can see it on those on those little um, on those little targets. Oh, cool. So it's a full 11 by 8 paper with 15 uh, dots all the way across. And uh-huh. It works right. It works on my holding too. That's awesome, dude. That is, yeah. So, like, just recently I talked to somebody about, uh, I think it was with Rudy, and we were talking about blank bailing versus, you know, like shooting under 20 yards and still shooting at something. And, like, I think we we're kind of getting onto this idea that, like, you might be able to get the best of both worlds, like doing what you're doing. I, and I know it's uh, not, I know it's not a cakewalk because you got your targets are probably hella small, 
but um, I do think that there's a, a huge benefit to what you're doing. Yeah, I find it a lot better. I don't can't completely blank bail like uh, Blake does. Like nothing <laughs> on there, just not aiming at shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to be working to holding steady and making sure it's breaking pretty good and still working at my time. Uh -huh. my timing. Yeah, your shot timing. So, I think yeah. your counting down is a really good. Like I, I can see a lot of strength in that mixed with your shot timing. Like, like you said, if it doesn't go off by six, you're like, six, right, I'm, I'm letting it down. down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's brilliant because even Blake would say, like, if you know what your shot timing is, once you pass that, your percentage, your success rate just starts to, like, it starts yeah. to go down. So, yeah, it's like white gamble. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to shoot a tire, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you shoot, you said you shot a 300 just recently with your Dominator? No, no, no. That was the citation. Oh, I haven't citation. swapped to indoor yet. Um, oh, we still got one more outdoor event. Uh, Are you serious? What are you guys yeah, shooting next? Uh, it's a Ronco, uh the IFAA. The 3D? Uh, is. is it a 3D? 3D field and hunter round. Oh, sweet. It's like the, it's like the, the field. It's a field course. Oh, it's a field, it like a field round. Yes. Oh, awesome, it's man. three different ones, so. Oh, dude. Well, I'll be very excited to see how you do with that. Do you know what you're averaging for a field round right now? No. Um, Oscar's really good at it because he shoots at Cornell all the time. Every time I go over there, there's something going on with uh, my numbers. <laughs> so I no. never, <laughs> I can never take him out on that. So, <laughs> But I think he's saying the goal is 540. I think he's been shooting 546s. Awesome. Awesome. Oscar, yeah. 540 so. is a great is a great goal. And I remember, uh, we'll see. I remember when forty was my goal, and it's uh, once you start to hit that, you start like you start hitting your stride, and you start feeling like, you know, a stud. Do you have um, Archer's Mark on your phone? Yeah, I have it just for backup. I okay. don't really use it much. I do. I love um, Archer's Advantage. Yeah, I like Archer's Advantage too. You print out your tape and and get ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I even have my shorties taped up around my uh, rangefinder. Okay. <laughs> So let me ask. Uh, that's a one that's brilliant. All right, having the short marks <laughs> taped somewhere close. I tape mine to the back of my phone. <laughs> oh, that's good too. I didn't think of that one. That's too. So okay, dude, you shot a, a three hundred with your citation. Um, yes. what kind of X count are you, were you throwing down? Uh, I can't break twenty two. <laughs> that's still I shot I damn shot good, a dude. In Vegas, I shot a three hundred. You in did. Vegas. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, damn. I was shooting, I was shooting uh, for Elite. Uh huh. So I was shooting for Elite, and uh, the last day I shot a 300, and fucking Oscar was walking around my. Uh, with your target? With my. Yes, getting his sign, getting his stamp, getting the sticker. That was pretty cool. Ah, that's so so hang, cool, dude. I literally have it hanging on my wall with my pictures on it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then after that, we talked to Lonnie, and then Lonnie's like, dude, fucking give, let's put a PSE on this kid's hand. So, yeah. Lonnie's cool. How cool is Lonnie, man? He's fucking awesome. Lonnie yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He's, so, a, he's a cool cat, man. I noticed you guys um you guys got your dominators like right on right on uh launch day. So Yeah, our our buddy like our our handler, our main guy uh -huh. who works under Lonnie's uh Caleb Wisha. Mm -hmm. And uh he came down to PSE just for a show and tell. He said, You guys can't take pictures, but check it out. And we all <laughs> shot it. Uh -huh. And uh, we all ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet, man. So how long? Yeah, is... we shot with we shot with Caleb and uh, Redding. 
That's cool. what I'm telling you, dude. I'm never going under. I'm always going to be shooting money, man. Yeah. So we met him there, and uh, we hit it off. Really cool guy. He's our main rep for, for PSE. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, yo, can we get it before launch day or what? He's like, well, you'll get it at launch day. So I was like, cool. That's badass, dude. So yeah. your guys' pictures were like some of the first pictures I saw of the of the new Dominator. And then I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, PSE redid the Dominator. This is badass. You know, so I don't know. You guys have only had those bows for what's it been two weeks now? Yeah. And you're yeah, liking it? You're digging it? I'm digging it. Well, we set it up. So Oscar set his up on Wednesday mm-hmm. before this 1440. I he set mine up on Thursday. We got sighted in Saturday morning, and God then damn. we shot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then you fucking lit it up like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm I mean, excited. We, I'm really excited to see couple. how you do. For the field round. Oh, thanks, man. I'm I'm stoked. I just love shooting my bow, man. I love it so much. That's the best attitude to have, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just being out there too, so much fun. Like I haven't met an asshole out there at all. Oh, dude, you you will. You will. <laughs> I probably won't let it brush me out. So <laughs> yeah. I'll be my happy go lucky self, you know? Dude, to be honest, you guys just met me on the right day. That's all <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that in your like, I think you're a cool dude, so uh, I can't see that at all. So let's see. I got another. My other question is, who are your heroes inside and outside of the sport? And it's gonna sound cheesy, man, but my mom's my hero. Hell yeah, dude! I don't put anyone in front of my mama, man. She's single woman. Mm-hmm. We grew up poor, and then that lady fucking made sure I was playing sports. I was out of the streets because I grew up in the South Central LA. Oh shit! Yeah, born and raised South Central LA. Dear, could have gone mm-hmm. wrong way, but because of that lady. Sports, always sports, man. That's great. that's what I'm telling you. That's why I'm so competitive to myself. Mm-hmm. She puts me on something new. It's like oh, I'm gonna try to get as best as I possibly can. I don't mm-hmm. care about anyone else around me. Yeah, and move on. That's awesome. Yeah, man. she's she's my hero. Well, did she know that you shot this uh, score at the 1440? She don't know. She don't know what the hell's going on with our truth. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably she you know she's just Spanish. Happy. Uh-huh. Go on. And I just said I'm gonna go shoot my bow. I said what's that? It's like uh, you know shoot. Indians, you know? She's like, oh, okay. Have fun. Just be careful. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure she's just happy to see you like doing so well for yourself. Yeah, I think so. I think she's she's always been proud of stuff that I do just because we have family members who went the other way and Hell yeah, dude. so well. So. Exactly. Exactly, man. Yeah. So how do you fit shooting in with, uh, you know, you're a married man now. How does that, um, like, how do you pray? Oh, I know you- God. I know you prioritize, you know, you get your practice in when you get home, you, you run 60 arrows. That's about, you know, what I put in on, on the daily. Um, but how, you know, events, like how, how do you, how do you, uh, budget those things? So check this out. Um, if you know me, you know that my wife hates archery. Really? Oh yeah. Man. She's not alone. Passion. She's not alone. I know how that, I know how that works. Man. And that's why I was like, I'm going to pick your brain on this one, dude, because I knew it too. <laughs> Um, I think she knows that I'm having too much fun, so that's why she's like, eh, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, like she's watching, she's in the other room watching Bachelorette, and I'm over here talking to Archer. She's like, Are you done yet? Are you done? And I was like, No, I'm shooting. I'm shooting. So. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> no, but she knows that makes me happy. So when I just tell her, it's like, Yo, I'm going to go shoot, she's like, Okay, go shoot. Mm hmm. Uh, it's when I'm away for a long time. It's when she kind of gets a little upset. Yeah, like I know Reading, Vegas, those events. Yeah, those I don't ones. think I'm gonna be able to go to Reading anymore, man. 
Really? Was it? It was rough on the last one. No, it was great. I had fun. Well, you but should, um, you could take her with. Yeah. You could always offer to daddy. take her with. No, that's man, right. You're daddy. gonna be a daddy. Congrats, yeah, dude. Man. Congratulations, man. And it'll be that week. So. Oh, okay. Well, the guy that coached me, his daughter was born the same week of Reading. Also. Okay. And so. Was he still able to shoot? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> but <laughs> lie to me, please. Are, are you gonna? You know if you're gonna have a little boy or a little girl yet, or are you keeping that's it a secret? A you don't have to. Nah, that's a boy. That's awesome, dude. If your little yeah. boy likes shooting, you'll be back out there shooting ASAP. Oh yeah, I hope so. You know I, what do I mean? hope so. And yeah, the I always tell myself like I I hope my kid shoots. You know, if she shoots, I'll be out there shooting also. I think she will, man. She's a cutie, dude. I see oh, your, thank you. your thank you, bud. She's a little cutie. She looks like she's having fun. <laughs> Listen, she's loving life, man. It's so good. The way I I have a fallback on if she doesn't like shooting, and this I I mentioned this goes for all parents. If your kids don't like shoot or archery parents, if your kids don't like shooting, you're gonna be so into whatever they get into, it's not even gonna you know phase you. Yeah, it's yeah. not even gonna phase you, you know. So yeah. I know I'll always prioritize some form of archery into my uh Yeah. My oh, same here. You know. Same here. I don't think I even we did have that talk where I'm like, yo, I'm not leaving this sport. I love it so much. So mm-hmm. it makes me happy. I'd yeah. rather be doing this than being at a bar getting drunk somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, big time. And, and yeah, you know, it was the same with paintball. I know when I played paintball it was like you prioritize things like um, you know, taking out time to sprint or I don't know if you remember guys doing like the power stand, the three point power stance and all that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? There was all that stuff that was like, you would practice on your, on your off time. Yeah. Take off and slide. You would practice on your slides. I used to slide in a wall. Like if I were in a Walmart getting like, you know, supplies for the weekend, I would fucking do a slide around the corner. What position did you play? What would Uh, you play? I I, I played Dorito side or, you know, Dorito two kind of D two. Uh, uh, um, and that was pretty much it, depending on... Yeah, I mean, you could play pretty much everything, you know? At, the, at Semi-Pro, you could play everything, you know? Yeah. You just go where they yeah, stick yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you got to fill in, so it's so fast. Oh, yeah. You're playing Xbox so fast, so... Have you, you seen just... uh, lately, you keep up on, like, uh, paintball now and what it looks like now? I haven't lately, but I have seen... Do you remember Bear? I used to play with him. I used to play for his dad. Bear? Bear, the G, the the Geo, the Jadrio, the owner of SE Village, the oh, owner yeah. of Hollywood Sports. That's kids. right, because you guys are down in SoCal. Yeah, so I used to play for his kids, for his team. It's called Naughty by Nature. So I started off with Naughty by Nature, and that's when I went to LA, LA Hitman. You played with Naughty by Nature? Yeah, I played with Naughty by Nature. Oh, damn. I, I had a, well, there was a year or two years when we had the whole Mexican team that, from Mexico City used to come up. Really? And I used to play with them, yeah. God so you'd damn. be weird. You have uh, six guys in uh, speaking, yelling Spanish, and then fucking you had Bear in the middle, <laughs> just like <laughs> yelling in English. I know Bear practiced a lot with the Dynasty guys, and like yeah, towards the end, towards we finished, uh, mm-hmm. his dad was kind of forcing him to go and say Iron Man. Oh shit! Um, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It was, tough, it was a tough man. Yeah, I so played yeah, with. Now, uh, I, oh no! I'm sorry. Go on. Um, now I just see a couple other guys he's, he's trying to bring back. So now he's a big adult. He, like he's opening his own his own um, fields. Uh-huh. And he's bringing back the old school guys like Alex. He's bringing Ryan Greenspan back. Whoa. Ollie Lang. Even Todd Martinez. Remember Todd Martinez? Dude, I follow him on Instagram. 
that dude is big. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's so big. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's fucking dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking awesome. Cash money, dude. That guy was my favorite. I yeah. he was everybody's favorite for a long time. Dude, That's Oliver great. Lang is like a isn't he like a eccentric guy out living out in Thailand now? I don't know. I always wonder he's what still playing for Iron Man though. I saw him still really? playing for Iron Man a little bit. Oh damn. He's I think he's the one that made the most money out of everyone. Yeah, he pulled the six he was figure. Well taken care of. Yep. Yeah, he pulled six figures, so yeah. I always wonder if we're gonna see that in archery. If we're gonna see like Broadwater is gonna up and move to like Canada, ah, you know what man. I mean? And just I think it's the sport is a little too slow. To yeah, be able to huh. fucking come up like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish it would. Yeah, true. I, know I hear a lot of these pro pro archers talking about like wish they got paid more and stuff like that, getting well taken care of. True. I, I think the you big know? money's in hunting. The pros that do the hunting stuff, yes. like I know Levi Morgan's balling out of control. You know, and yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, because he has both ends. He has target and hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's down. So cool. I wonder how many people are listening that are like have no fucking clue what paintball is. Probably. <laughs> like, we're here for archery. What are you talking about? This paintball shit. What the hell? Oh man. <laughs> well, that's great, dude. Um, I wanted to ask you about your that. I was gonna get back to your citation and you shooting three hundred recently. Um. I know you said you like I don't get beyond X, you know, whatever twenty twenty two. Um, even if you pull twenty X, I think for a guy who's still in his early years, that's still fucking amazing. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I actually do like indoor more than outdoor. I love indoor. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same here. You know, it it. I don't know. It, there's so much that I get I get poetically stoned about indoor, but. Um, what I wanted to ask how you're running, like what arrows you're shooting for indoor and how you are. I have are. gold tip everything. Gold tip gold everything? Gold tip everything. Yeah. Smart man. So gold tip pierce for outdoors, mm-hmm. 340s. Uh, indoors, I'm running the triple X's. Mm-hmm. And what and kind of point weight are you running? To, I think it's 200 or 250. 250? What's your draw length, Alejandro? No, it's 200. I'm a 30. Damn. Yeah, 30. God I actually. Damn. <laughs> when it measured me the first time when I started, it was like 28 and a half or whatever it was. <laughs> but I find out that I like to really, really expand, like really, real open the chest. Uh-huh. So that put me up to 30. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30 inches and the fucking, the arrows are at 28 and three quarters. Mm-hmm. They're cut at 28 and three quarters. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, I think this is a good point for me to to say like, I, I always I've been preaching a lot of like 150 grain points uh, in gold tips, um, but lately w- the pattern that I've seen is for guys that have longer draw lengths, 150 is not 150 does not cut it. It seems like yeah, it seems like you guys with the longer draw 200 250 seems to be the thing that's working. I, I just get a lot of people that that ask me about that or tell me 150 just doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think it sh- I should be clear. And um, have you experimented with different point weights? Oscar's doing that first. So he heard, we heard your last podcast talking about 150. So he has six set. I think he has Easton though. Easton uh, super drives. 27. It's the super drives. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same area. So he has six at 150s, and he has six at 200s. Because I think I am shooting 200s, not 250s. Interesting. All right. Well, whatever. That's cool. Whatever Tim Gillingham says. Uh huh. <laughs> well, dude, Gillingham says a lot of stuff. Like, no, I've right, got right, varying right. videos where he's like 150 will get you there and then later he'll be like oh, I like 300 
It's like I, I was like, all right, well, let's, let's pick somewhere in between, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of the kind of guy that if it works, I don't really mess with it too much, mm-hmm. just because I get scared of like, oh, I'm gonna fuck it all up because I don't know how to work on the bow. Right. So I just wait until Oscar gets done. Right. Right. I think, <laughs> dude, I think that's a huge strength because there are some archers. You know, I talk about some archers are like shooters and some archers are tinkers. You know, and you kind of want to be like a harmonious version of the two. Or you want to be someone that honors the the side of archery that's like a martial art, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I know a lot of guys. Not to put anyone down, but a lot of guys will look at archery, especially compound archery, as just long distance rifle shooting. You know, it's like build a an accurate rifle and then let the rifle speak. But in our case, in archery, like we have to practice, we have to be in tune with the gear. Yeah. So I think that that um point of view that you take of like i'm not gonna get too wrapped up in this i'm just gonna shoot i think that's you know that's the right mindset to have oh thank god because <laughs> i don't want to learn too <laughs> oh, much <dude>. yet. <laughs> <laughs> thank god <laughs> well awesome yeah. man do you plan on doing indoor events uh oh, i'm waiting for you guys invites man i'm i'm ready to go up there Sweet. i just want to have some fun with you guys oh awesome dude i'll make we're sure. looking forward to it i think we're already making play uh plans to stay up there so we're just waiting for the dates Sweet. We'll go up there. Um, I'll I fill you in. I do want to do – I'm going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I do want to do Lancaster. Oh, that would be a that cool one. I need a group to go with because I can't afford it by myself. Yeah, it's a, it's a pricey one. I shot yeah. – um, when I shot Field Nationals, it was right next to Lancaster, like where that shop is. So it was Oh, like, nice. It was something that, you know, you, you got had to save up for and, well, you know, it's, it is pricey. <laughs> going with friends yeah. would make it way better. Well, now they have it at the Spooky Nook, so everyone stays at the Spooky Nook, and then I think it's like two fifty. Well, the the time that I was checking it out before COVID, it was like two fifty a night, but that, uh-huh. I think it's like five hundred bucks now a night God at the damn. Spooky Nook. Yeah. Damn. All right. Robert man. T. He would know because he went last week, last year. He did. That's right. Yeah, Robert did. did go. I talked to him about it. Yeah. Oh man, he was out there. He said he had a blast. I think did Alex Mueller go with him also. Ooh, I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. Oh man, I gotta get I gotta get more in touch with the SoCal crew. Like I don't know, you you guys are awesome down there, and uh, it's kind of crazy. John Scar came down here. John Scar and Randy Long to shoot the Aranco. Yeah, I heard. They shot that, uh, dude. Those ten, those eleven rings are huge, <laughs> huge. I I heard that you guys had to shoot a hundred at Aranco. You guys had to shoot a hundred and seven yard target. A hundred and seven tomahawk. Yeah, laying down. <laughs> and it's just like a it's like a column right with a target right in the middle if you miss yeah. you pretty much yeah. shoot a zero yeah <laughs> Dude, yeah and brutal. it's like narrow it's like narrow it's super Tomahawk narrow yeah it's like if you miss the uh 11 ring on bigfoot it's not it's no longer uh it's no longer an eight it's fucking zero a or zero. a 10 yep. you know yeah Damn. So they came down here, and I think John Scar says, like, nope, I'm never going back there again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, that's cool, man. Uh, I, man, I wish I could have gone to that event. That's one event that's always eluded me is the Aranco course. And I've always wanted to shoot it just because I feel like you shoot – the more courses you shoot, the more you kind of, you know, you gain some confidence in the different – Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Well, cool, Alejandro. Yeah. Dude, uh Thanks for coming on the show, man. Like, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to go over? No, man. Just thank you. It's an honor to. Uh, to well, thank you, man. We can come up on your show. Like, seriously, like, 
I, I know I'm not the only one that's going to thank you about it because it's it's helped me out tremendously. Like oh, this well. whole ride that I'm taking is like when is fucking when they're going to release a new podcast? I need to learn. Yeah, and even if you think it's garbage, even though those times you come in, I'm just going to shoot the shit. We still learn. We still learn the shit you're coming up with. So oh, it's I, always good to hear. I so appreciate that, dude. I, keep I that up, man. A, a lot of them are, you know. Nah, no, nonsense nah. but you don't give yourself enough credit dude it's, oh, well. it's really good material dude <laughs> i, I, I appreciate like the it. fact that you're like straightforward you know oh, straightforward well. straight to the point i'm not gonna beat around the bush i'm not gonna push you this fucking product i'm tell you if it works it works if it doesn't work hey on to the next one yeah let's go you know, I, I i do try to you know save shooters money a little bit i, I don't know there's always good no, stuff it, out there i i try not to do it to the point where i'm like missing out on something though so now you do it enough well where it's like a lot of beginners are shooting so which is really really good so oh i appreciate it it's man. it's it's good it's it's something we needed and i think that's what lit the fire on us this this uh since you started oh well, because now that's what we're looking for is like ooh, more competition let's go let's go let's go well dude honestly that's that's it right there man like that's all it takes to get better is having that passion and drive to want to go to the competitions really hell yeah you know and, and just get better and i don't know it's you guys have gotten way better since the day i first met you guys and when i met you guys you guys were already pretty damn good so it's like <laughs> it's pretty cool seeing seeing you guys uh do what you're doing and I, you know damn all hundred I, I urge you to check out the other 1440 scores dude <laughs> got- i will man <laughs> you got me thinking now like oh, okay so now i'm like whoa all right. Like when that, when we shot the Tomahawk, that was mm-hmm. the second time I won state champ. And I was like, eh, eh. You know, it's not not a big deal for me. But then <laughs> Alex Mueller is all like, no, dude, you're you're shooting really good. I think he said that it might be a one or a zero for the next uh, Outlaws. God damn. I'm like, no, please no. I need, <laughs> these, I need those mulligans. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude, that you're a one or zero already. Like, damn. I, well, I mean, what it's a ninety team. Is that it? Well, fucking yeah, dude! Oh shit! That was my high score last season. I think you would have cleaned the course if you would have came down here. No, no, man! You gotta come one year. I oh, mean, I definitely it's... will. I definitely will. I, I'll bring the kid in tow. But you know, uh, it, it'll be a minute. It'll be a minute. I'll yeah. definitely make it down there, though. Yeah, but, it'll uh, be around. It'll be damn, cool. one handicap, one or zero. That's good shit, man. That's Thanks, good, man. That's good shit. And yeah, honestly, just keep. The only advice I can give you is just keep doing exactly what you're doing. You know? Yeah, I'm going to try. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i still looking for, like, the perfect practice. I'm one of those kind of guys that's, like, I'm looking for something to not keep me motivated because I'm already motivated. You know, mm-hmm. where it's just like, ah, I'm going to shoot blank bell or I'm going to shoot these little small dots. But a regimen that I can follow because I'm kind of like that when it comes to training. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, oh, today I'm going to work this. Okay, this is the purpose behind that. Boom, 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 boom. Right. When it comes to to archery, is I'm still trying to find what I'm looking for. Right. Even Oscar would tell you that when it comes to practice, I just shoot like shit until until it's he's game all day. Like, all right, until it's game time. Yeah, he that's, says I turn it on. That's like he's Gaius, so dude. Funny. That's what Gaius was saying. Like, um, well, Greg Poole was saying that about Gaius. He was like, dude, you couldn't tell by his practice scores, but you know, when it's game time, he's a different he's a different animal. Oh, that guy's just a beast. Period. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that might be a mindset. That might be something, you know, like you might have a similar mindset to him in that regards to where, you know, when it's game time, you're going to turn it on, you're going to get sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you're all humble about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
Well, dude, I appreciate oh, you coming on the show, man. And uh, seriously, congratulations to you. And uh, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I know, I know your brother's, your brother Oscar's proud of you, and I know your your shop is proud of you. And uh, I'm just stoked, dude. I'm I'm just stoked that I know you. Honestly, yeah, so. same, 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 <laughs> same, dude. Seriously, say we talk about you a lot, so. Same. Oh shit! Same. We talk about you, Rudy Allen. Good shit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so good shit. Those guys are gonna be <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some times when we go out to our buddies, like, who? Fuck, listen to his podcast. You'll get to know who he is and be fun. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, we talk about you guys too, man. Just as you know, yeah, you guys are, you know, SoCal versions of us. So it's kind of like it's a it's a big deal for us. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to bring it. Up. I think Alex is really working on bringing the SoCal up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Alex Mueller. We'll see. He's big. We'll in the, see what he's, can do. He's he's good for the sport down there. I think he's going to be the next president of the USA Archery. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I, I was know. about. Homeboy's like, smart enough to do it. So maybe. Like, oh man, Alex, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should get uh, Tom Daly out of uh, NFA and just put Alex in there. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, dude, I was cracking all kinds of jokes about Daly too. Not, <laughs> not, not uh, Tommy Daly Jr. Not, not him. <laughs> no, not the shooter from from California. No, no. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah. Anyway, th- thanks again for coming on the show, Andrew. Oh man, appreciate you, dude. My pleasure, man. Anytime. Yeah, dude. Keep doing what you're doing. I, I hope to talk to you again soon, man. Oh yeah, man! I'll see you soon too, man. I mean, whatever shoots you guys have coming up, let us know. We'll we'll make the drive up there. Hell yeah, dude! I mean, what are you? You guys are already getting ready for indoor, right? I've been getting ready while everyone else is still shooting outdoor, because I well now see that's I've been saying the same thing when I see other people's scores now, but it's like I started early <laughs> just because I kind of figured I wouldn't wasn't sure if I'd get to practice the same, so I kind of wanted to get a jump start on all you guys, but. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> still, you guys are all monsters anyway. Oh, it's going to be fun, man. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah, dude. Well, I'll send you some dates, dude. All right, my brother. Appreciate you, dude. Thank Th- you. Hey, thank you for making time to come on the show, dude. Of course, man. Anytime. Uh, have a good night, brother. Have a great one. Boom. And that is Alejandro. That dude is a cool, cool motherfucker. Am I right? Um, Damn. Can you guys believe he's only been shooting for that long? The dude's only been shooting competitively for like a year. Man, it's almost an, uh, a clear advertisement for why did you CrossFit and turn into some badass archer. And I thought about it. I was like, dude, I got a plant fitness membership. I might just go down to the gym and like hold up a bunch of weights with my left arm and then get on that pulley thing and like, you know, pull back. 60 pounds and then just hold it while I'm holding the dumbbell up in the other hand. But then I thought, you know, you could do that, but does that really teach you how to aim? So then I thought I'll tape a pen to the dumbbell and then, you know, try to write my name with the pen while I'm holding the dumbbell and holding the cable back. But you know, I'm going to look like one of those guys on Instagram that everyone makes fun of. So that's my excuse for not working out. (laughs) But, uh, damn You guys, I urge you to check out the 1440 scores that are shot in California, and you, you can see that this dude's no slouch. Um, these guys out of uh, Turner's and SoCal are they're badasses. So let's not sleep on them. All right, there's enough monsters I got to look out for already. Now there's this guy, 
there's Alejandro, there's Oscar. You know these fools are going to be practicing. So it's just like, Jesus. And then Austin Watts is like throwing down 27x games like it's like it's boring for him. And it's just like, God, ah, God damn it. And I know Caleb Cuiocho is throwing down 300s already. It's like... um. It's like deep sea diving, you know? I just feel like a deep sea diver and I'm surrounded by monsters. <laughs> now we're going to get into that part of the show where it's like, do you guys feel like that too? Do you guys feel like you're surrounded by monsters all the time? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is my therapy <laughs> where you guys make me listen to how shitty you shot. Now you got to listen to me talk about how scared I am. <laughs> Man, how funny was that? Alejandro talking about Alex being the next president of USA Archery. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> USA Archery guys are... Ah, never mind. I have a I have a joke about USA Archery guys, but I don't want to tell it. But they kind of treat like if you're like an ASA guy, you're like strictly ASA guy, or if you're just like a field archery guy, the, the USAC guys are kind of like would be like if you're the only straight guy in your group of friends and everyone else is gay. <laughs> and you're like, hey, fellas, you guys going to watch the game tonight? And they, you just hear like a, uh, uh. <laughs> you know? like a, that disgusted sigh sound. <laughs> I, those are the you said archers. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if I'm going to get complaints. Dude, if you listen to this show, all right, I don't, I don't normally ask anything of you guys, right? But if you listen to this show, go to iTunes. Give me a good review. If you like it. If you don't like it, if you don't like this show, don't do that. Just turn it off. Listen to Bo Junkie. Or listen to, uh, I don't know what else what else is out there. <laughs> but if you like this show, uh, please give me a, a good review. Someone, a couple of people gave me some good reviews that I thought were hilarious. And then just out of the blue, someone gave me one star. So someone's giving me the middle finger out there. And you know what? I understand. <laughs> I've definitely put out some one-star episodes. <laughs> oh, man. I think this edible's kicking in hard right now. It, it took like two hours. But, um, yeah. You guys, go give me a good review. What do you say? And uh, if you guys want to subscribe to my show, that helps me out. Makes my show look more credible, I guess. And I'll keep trying to put episodes out. I hope you guys uh, learn some stuff. You know... Alejandro is so nice telling me that this show had an impact on him. Uh, I hope I hope the show makes an impact on you guys. Um, you guys know my Instagram is Archer and Filtered. My personal one is Wendeezy. So if you guys are going to send me questions, send it to Archer and Filtered so I can, I can answer them at my leisure. <laughs> but I appreciate the questions, guys. I appreciate the uh, everything. All, all the support and everything. Um... I would like to do a plug for Blake Jerome's show, which is called Chasing Perfection. Um, Blake's a super cool guy, humble dude. He's got a show that it's kind of like it would be my it was, it'd be like the rally car version of my show, right? Like Blake's show is is rocket fuel, where he's just gonna tell you the straight up no bullshit way to get better at archery and. You guys know I try to as well. The difference between my show and Blake's is I, I try to ad, ad, um, address the people that are, you know, kind of just getting into it 
are trying to figure out, you know, do I want to go to that elite level? Do I want to, you know, be super competitive? Um, Blake show is, you want to get super competitive? Here's how to do it. And, and I can prove it. Um, I try to tell you guys, you know, what's worked for me. And to be brutally honest, when I shot my best, my routine and program looked a lot like Blake Jerome's. So, <clears throat> looked a lot like what he is prescribing. Uh, it, you know, it, it was a little different, but the meat and potatoes, the 80% of it was exactly the same. It was exactly what Blake would tell you. So, I approve of, you know, I approve of what he's trying to tell you guys. If you guys want to learn some stuff, I urge you to go check out his show. All right? Um, in the meantime, you know, I got plenty of poo-poo jokes here for you if you guys want them and plenty of uh you know get stoned material um oh oh okay two things two more things i wanted to to run by you guys the hamski hamskia hamskia drop away rest all right i found a way to run it via the cable via your down cable and uh I know people are like, well, that's not a secret. It tells you how to run on the website. Yes, that's true. You have to get a left-hand wound spring, right? And I think most Hamski has come with that. Um, you got to take the thing apart, install the spring, put it back together, bolt it up, and it will make it so your hammy works backwards. So it means your blade is down at rest, and then when the cable gets pulled, it your blade goes up. I keep my blade angles the same as I have with the with the um with the limb driven, right? So the blade angles are still like slightly up like a blade and then flat down. Um and I got it set up my here's my experience. If you're doing a limb driven rest, it takes no effort to time your arrow rest. You literally like put your clamp, find the find the spot on your limb that you want it at. Put run your cable in through the hammy, bolt it up. It's solid, right? Um, running it through the cable is a little more in-depth and a little more intense with the tuning and getting it to come up at the right moment. And uh, you kind of have to measure it out. And there's a way to do it where, you know, I run my, my cable, in. Uh, I'm sorry, the drop-away cable into the down cable, and then I just burn a little, a little nub and it's just wedged in between the down cable, right? And uh, I run the cable up to my hammy with a reverse spring. And then I I wrap it around uh, a screw, uh, like a mounting screw. And then I just clamp the screw down so it's somewhat tight. Not, It's not so tight that it would actually hold the cable. It's just tight enough so that when you draw back, the cable runs out of, you know, runs out along the uh, the mounting screw. But it's still like making contact with it. At full draw, that will make that cable taut, and you will know that you just have to like subtract an eighth of an inch off of that and bolt it up. You still gotta play with it to get it perfect. But I'm getting super good results with the down cable and the hamski. Uh I really enjoy it. It looks kind of goofy, and I'm sure I'll get some guff for it. But as of right now, uh I'm really digging it this hamski drop away thing it's mcdonald's i'm loving it (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Uh, the other thing that I got is went back to the button, people. I'm playing with the hinges. Uh, but when it's business time, you got to bust that button out. Or at least in my case, I do. Um, if anyone wants to know, you know, I'm running the way I run a thumb button. It is zero travel or very the most minimal amount of travel on the button. And then I run like a medium spring tension um, so that I can put my thumb on that barrel and simply squeezing and pulling, you know, or not squeezing my hand, but pulling back, squeezing my back to pull back is the thing that activates it. So it do, it's, it's a lot like shooting a hinge that just does not take a lot of effort. It's like a, a hinge that goes off very, very quickly. Um, but you don't have to worry about it shooting off super early because your thumb is the thing that activates it. You just keep your thumb off the peg when you draw it back. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Alejandro. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. As with everyone I have on this show, like I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think Alejandro is an amateur shooter right now. When you hit the zero one level, you start to, you know, it's kind of like the semi-pro level. Um, if you guys aren't in California, I hope you understand. Like, I hope you still, not understand, I hope you guys still enjoy this episode. I know there are guys in your state that are similar to this. And I just want to expose you guys to people that I really like. I like their mindsets. And I think the things they have to say have value to all of us. A good example is Alejandro talking about his countdown for his mom instead of a a mantra he's literally counting down and i'm gonna give that a try like i i think that's that's a legit strategy for for getting your shot timing or getting your mind clear um while you're executing so um yeah thank you all uh this show is brought to you by db custom coatings my friend darren and bet out of napa they saracote bows they make them look sick are you shooting a bow from a company that didn't release a, a new bow this year? Yes. Do you want it to look different and not like last year's bow? Yes. Well, send it to Darren and Bet Crevea at DB Custom Coatings. They will make that bow look super different. Uh, I like getting solid colors done from Darren and Bet solely because it looks like it might be from the factory like that. You know, it looks like you got a special factory paint job. Um, but Darren and Bet, uh, they do more than just solid colors. They do a really cool American flag pattern. They can do camo patterns. You can really, you can really go nuts. And Darren is the main Cerakoter. He's an artist. He can do some amazingly good work. So as soon as uh, the seasons switch over, I'll be getting my Hoyt Stratos Cerakoted. I don't know if I'm going to do solid color again, though. I always like doing the solid color thing, but my, if my boy Austin goes American flag with his, I might do something similar. Try to make this thing look like the General Lee or something. <laughs> so, DB Custom Coatings, you can find them on Instagram. Darren and Bet are at almost every tournament in Northern California. You can find them there. They shoot for West Coast Archery. They're wearing the West Coast green jersey. Um... And if you see him, tell him I said hi. Next, Carbon Craft Stabilizers. They are 
the working man's doinker. Is that right? Are doinkers the best? They are the working man's conquest bar. Yeah, there we go. Um, carbon craft stabilizers, man. I, I've let you know people shoot mine. Um, the okay. Here's what I think about the carbon craft bar. Stiffest, no, st- stiffer than whatever you're shooting now, most likely, and lighter. Right. Um, what other people say when they shoot it is, I can't believe how damp this this bar feels it's something vibration damping about it um i don't know about that because to me weaker bars seem to be damper but it is a legitimate review that that i've heard many people say about these bars so uh to me i like them because of how stiff they are i feel like i get really good feedback uh when i'm aiming Uh, i'm not wait there's not like some microsecond lag behind the direction the bow is moving and my pin, you know, or my hand for that matter. It's, it's very crisp, um, very sharp. So that's the main thing I like about the carbon craft bars. I'm sure there are other good bars out there. You know, I've done reviews about the, the new bee stinger bars, the micro or not the micro hex. I'm sorry. The countervail bee stinger uh, premier, right? I had those. And those were legit good bars. Um, they were a little softer than carbon craft bars. They were a little, just a little heavier. Um, but otherwise, I mean, they were almost carbon craft bars. I have yet to try. I think Ramrods has a bar that looks pretty dope. Conquest has some cool bars. I would like to try all of these and give you guys some honest reviews because. You know, even though Carbon Craft is a sponsor of the show, <clears throat> if there's a better bar out there, I'll I'll for sure tell you guys. And you know, I I think with material science being the way it is, there's always going to be something out there. So if you guys got bars, send me some bars. I'll try them. <laughs> uh, but just don't need them back super quick. All right, I take my time. Well, all right, guys, <laughs> that was this episode of Archer Unfiltered. I'm wrapping it up. Um. Thank you all for the support. Thank you guys for listening. All right. I am all out of hats now. I still have stickers. If you guys want stickers, hit me up. Send me your address. Send me a send me a couple bucks or you know, just buy me a soda. Buy me a couple sodas when you see me. And uh, I'll hook you up with some stickers, okay? All right, guys. <clears throat> you all have a good night. Keep watching archery. Keep shooting your bow. <laughs>